Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Your hosts, Stephen, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex. Or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins and let's drop in. Welcome, freelancers. We are strapping in, dropping in for the 100th time. This is the Freelancer Codex Podcast, episode 100. This, of all the special podcasts we have had, this is the most special because we are now in triple digits. And that is amazing that we've made it this far. Amazing that we haven't kicked Mike off the show yet. Amazing that Mike hasn't quit the show yet. And I don't even I don't even know what else is amazing about it. But hey, we made it one hundred. Because JD episodes. is back after a little while. That's amazing. Hey. Oh, I thought we kicked JD off. <laughs> did we? Oh man, did I miss that memo? Well, you're back. So JD, welcome back. Mike, Devin, JD, I'm glad to be with you for the one hundredth time. That's I mean, it's it's like a pretty huge milestone. I'm excited for, for us to be here and I'm excited to talk some more about Anthem and just to kind of focus on maybe take a little looking back on what we've accomplished in these last 100 episodes. I mean, I, I know like Bioware like put out the game, but I mean, we showed up and we talked about it like 100 times. I mean, that's <laughs> got to be worth something, right? It's got to be worth something. Mike, is it worth anything? I I enjoy. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy meeting every week. I enjoy having the conversations, sometimes the difficult ones that need to be had. And this has been fun. It's really surprising that we've made it to 100. There were some some lulls there in the middle and there were some times where the producers were at each other's throats thinking you know how is this going to turn out but we made it and we've had people stick with us which is awesome huge shout out to everybody in the discord everybody who watches weekly on youtube and mixer those who who reach out on the twitter we appreciate you all um this is this is big for all of us so everyone welcome to freelancer codex 100 um, if you want to get a tweet in there, use that hashtag, and maybe we'll make it trend. Who knows? Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Stranger things have happened, right? That's true. Stranger things have happened. Episode one hundred. JD, you are back. Did you did you want to give us an update? Let the people know why you were gone or what happened, or do you just want to? I mean, I'll I can be very brief and I'll spare most of the details. Um, basically, uh, August first, my dad got hospitalized. Um, he had a subdural hematoma. Uh, he only really came out of his coma uh, in the last week or so. And uh, actually today is actually a pretty good day because uh, he spoke his first words in over three weeks today. Uh, he said, uh, he said, hello, Lucy, which is my mom's well, nickname. So uh, he's slowly coming back. We're probably going to be bringing him home soon. Um, we're going to be caring for him. I start getting trained to uh, take care of him uh, tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I am just really happy that my uh, that my dad's going to be around for a little while longer, and uh, hopefully long enough to see my brother's wedding in June. So I'm very excited for that. Well, we're glad to hear that things are doing better, JD, oh, and we're glad to have you back on the Codex. So, and thanks, like Mike said, thanks for everyone that's hanging out with us in the chat. We see Alaska Jules and Duchess is over there hanging out with us. So thanks for being here, everybody. Um, so a couple things to get started. 
Um, we, let's see, if you want to send in a voicemail or if you want to send in an email, if you have comments, questions, concerns, critiques, um, you can do that by sending an email to the freelancercodex at gmail.com, or you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 505-386-7917. So you can do that there. And we actually have two new bosses to celebrate. We're going to celebrate our bosses here on the Freelancer Codex. So Jeffrey and Nathan have joined um, the other boss. Uh, yes, it's Nathan <laughs> Fillion. He has joined. He, you know, no, it's That's not. Nathan. I mean, it could be Nathan Fillion for all I know. I mean, who knows? So we, Jeffrey and Nathan have joined us as bosses. They get to tell us what to do. And you know what? I'm, I'm really excited because none of our bosses have been like complaining or telling us what to do lately. So that's kind of nice. Um, we appreciate you all. We've got one of our bosses in the chat right now. Jules is is uh Julius is hanging out in the chat with us. Also one of our bosses. So we appreciate everyone that takes the time and takes the effort and you know and supports us in that way on Patreon.com/slash/FreelancerCodex. It means a ton to us. It helps us a lot. Um, and it surprises me every time someone signs up because I'm like, there's I like I can't believe you find the value in what we do and 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 i really do appreciate it because like giving them the hard sell are you steven no i mean like this is like you're giving you're giving money to support strangers that just talk about you know about a game that that we all love and it just it just blows my mind that people are willing to do that and find value in the things that we do i mean where else can you find the type of that type of value you pay a dollar a month 25 cents you can hear a couple people talk for about an hour about a game and you know get mad at each other and yell at each other and make bad jokes. Um, so yeah, it's probably the best value in podcasting you could ever have. So we appreciate everyone. We also, our, um, switch light giveaway is ending today in about, so it'll end today at midnight. There's a link on our Twitter account. So if you go to at freelancer codex, um, there's a link to be put in a drawing to win a switch light that comes out on the 20th of September. So good luck to everyone that puts in for that. We'll contact you at midnight after I wake up and I find out who won. We'll figure out how to get that, um, that to you because I think, you know, the switch will be perfect for any freelancer that's out in the field. You want to fight Ursix, you get done shooting an Ursix or some scar. You just want to play some game. Bam. You bust out the switch light. You're good to go. Longer battery life, all that stuff. Joy cons don't break. Hopefully you're good to go. So, <laughs> okay. um, Join that contest, get your get tweet and what's it called? Follow and retweet. Follow, <laughs> retweet. You can also follow us on Mixer and you can, there's, yeah. a, there's one other thing you can do to earn some points. I don't really remember. It's been a long time since I set that up. Um, nice. but yeah, we're excited for that. We're excited and, you know, we like to greet. Yeah. We like to say hi to all the new followers that are catch, tuning into the show for the first time. This is episode 100. So it's a great time to start. All right, so yeah. let's get into news. We're going to talk about news, and then we're going to talk about episode 100, and we're going to get into the celebratory stuff of this show. So first of all, we got the fourth event, Castle Kelric. Um, what, what we, we just call it the symbols, because the puzzle is you pick up a bunch of D20s, and you have to put them into some receptacles that match the symbols to open some doors and to open the shield around the crystal, right? To so, do the thing that moves the other thing, and then it changes this thing. Exactly. <laughs> you have to you have to pick up a bunch of the D20s. You have to move them around, put them in the right spot <laughs> at the right time, and it opens up the crystal in order to continue on in the event. This, more than any other puzzle that we've had, has been causing a lot of people trouble on the interwebs <laughs> and on Reddit. 
just because this one requires a lot more communication than the other ones. Usually you're able to kind of, you, you can figure out what other people are doing with the other puzzles, whether it's putting pylons down, putting echoes and receptacles, um, you know, over at the beach, you just have to shoot a bunch of dominion and then you're done with that one. So those are fairly simple, fairly straightforward. I think this one probably brings the most complexity into the game. Devin, what do you think? Do you think this is too hard to complete for random groups that cannot communicate? Or do you think it's just like the right amount of difficulty for people? I don't think it's too hard. I mean, you can solo it. So, um, I mean, as long as you just have one person doing the puzzle, you know, everybody else can kill the ads. It's not that bad. I mean, it's really just picking it up, looking for a symbol and, um, you know, finding the other part, the, the same one and putting the, like I said, the D20 in that spot and then rinse and repeat. So you don't think it's too hard? I mean, if, if someone wants to come, you know, air coach, try to help you do that. Um, oh, yeah. No, if they try to help you, it really screws it up. So, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. It's super cool. You can do it if on your own. If you just solo it, it's what, fine. What no. if you have someone else on your team? Oh, no, then you can't do it. Forget it. Just wipe. No, well, yeah. I mean, if you're not talking, for sure, it's definitely difficult. I understand what you're saying. I was trying to put a positive spin on it, you know, but... Uh, Devin, obviously, you don't know what we do here um, at the Free Lunch Codex. Are we, are, are we not the echo chamber of positivity? You <laughs> shut your mouth. Of course. What else would we be? So I, but, I mean, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it can be certainly be difficult. And, and even we experienced it in the PTS when people would join us and they're like, oh, let me grab this one. And you're like, crap, where did he put that other one? What, what happened to it? You're like, where did it go? Yeah. So, like, what we developed was just you, you have one person doing that. Or, you know, when other times when I've played with other people, I'm like, okay, this is where the symbol is. I'm standing right here. Come over to me. I'm shooting the ads and you don't grab them. So you just have the one person moving the dice around or, you know, the whatever you want to call them. They have an actual name in the game, but I can't remember what it is. But um, Steve knows. Do I, ju- I just call it the D20. So that's what I call it. Is it their D20 dice? It's actually a D12, um, but I just call it a D20. Oh, D20. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that makes sense, right? um, But yeah, so I mean, that's the easiest thing having one person moving around because they remember what. Hopefully, they'll remember what you know when they you know type of thing. So, I mean, this is this is a really difficult puzzle if you have a bunch of people trying to do it at the same time. I also think there's been a lot of talk about you know it being too hard, but like this might be an unpopular opinion. But because of the way the Cataclysm is designed, um, if you are going in with a random group, you can just skip this event. I mean, there's nothing saying that you have to complete it. There are much easier ones to complete. I have noticed, as I've been doing um, runs with random people, um, right now the, the unofficial pattern that people go in is they'll go do the pylons, and then they'll go over to the echo plates. So I will run with them. I'll go do the pylons. They'll leave to go do the echo plates. I'll go do the time gates, finish that puzzle before they finish the echo plates for some reason. And then I'll just move <laughs> over to to the symbols and then, you know, probably be halfway done with that before anyone else shows up. And by the time, you know, they see that you, you're kind of in a groove, I've been left alone to finish that puzzle. But most of the time, you can finish it on your own. 
if they go and do like the normal quote unquote run that people have been doing all the time, it seems like that's just kind of the pattern that people fall into, whether that's because a YouTube video told them or that's just how they learned. Um, that's generally the pattern. So if you kind of break that pattern, you can go and get these done. Um, GM3, it's a little bit harder to do the symbols as the storm because you're the only one in there and you're just running around with a bunch of ads everywhere. And, you know, you, there's not enough time to kill everything. So that your, your mileage may vary depending on what components you have and what kind of shields and armor um, stats you have. But I mean, like I said, you can just skip this thing. And you know what? You can come back to it later or whatever. Just skip it if you're not with a good group and then go kill Vera. You know, make sure you get your crystals instead of spending your, spending your time here and wasting it if you can't complete it. Because I think right. with a with a full group of four people, like this event, you know, it's it kind of separates random groups from people that are running it competitively, if that makes any sense. Because you really have yeah. to be communicating to get this one done. You have to be communicating. And you know what? Like if you're going to push the leaderboards, I think that kind of re- it requires you running in a group um, with at least three people that know what they're doing that are communicating. And this just kind of is one of those almost it's almost like a communication check for teams. If you're communicating well, you can do it. If not, you know, you can still do it, but you probably just won't do it as well. So, J.D., have you had experience with this on Xbox? Yes, uh, I got to try it out a couple of times yesterday. Um, so far, um, I re- I kind of enjoy it. Uh, I like the kind of puzzle element. I like that it's based off of a mechanic that we've already seen in the campaign. Um, that being said, um, usually I usually do it one of two ways, which is if my if the group of randoms that I'm playing with uh, doesn't go for it. Um, then I will usually split off from the group and handle it myself. Or if they do go and do it, I usually just go and handle Diana's landing by myself, uh, which is, it works out fine, especially when you're in a big beefy Colossus. But it's, uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, I have no idea what they're going to be adding next week. I'm sure you guys probably do. But, oh, we do. Uh, oh, yes. But I'm very excited to see what they add for it. And still a little disappointed that there are still some people on the echo plates who you basically have to fight uh sometimes because uh, they just take all the echoes and like out of the out of the underwater area like that still bothers me that there are people that are still doing that are they, they're taking them out before you can go get the last echo is that is that what's oh, happening yeah. yeah that's what's happening yeah yeah and and when, whenever I come up across that, I just, all right, I'm going to go kill Vera. See you later. Because, I mean, at, the, at that point, yeah. you know that the run isn't going to go that great. If they if that yeah. first puzzle, if you're having problems, you know, go go collect some orbs. Go get some time runes. Get that graph, get that um, wrap that you can get from getting that. And then go kill Vera. Get some crystals and move on to the next one. That's probably the best thing I've done. So let's, I, I guess we, we enjoy ranking things, right? So, Devin, how would you rank the puzzle so far, like in in like your favorite puzzle to your least favorite puzzle how do you rank them with the four that we with the five that uh, we the currently four that we have? have yeah none of these four are my favorite but um <laughs> yeah so the four that we have so you want me to rank one through four yep um i mean i, I would put the uh castle uh number four last I, I don't really care for it i didn't really do most of the time i was just like whatever i'll go kill ads or i'll go find the other stuff that was like it's not really my job per se in any of the runs that i was doing to worry about the puzzle one um i can do it it's not a problem but 
Um, let's see. Ooh, that's another good one, but it's not there yet. Um, no, just Pylons. the ones we have. Pylons are, you know, it's not bad. I'll put the pylons as three. I really like the time gates, so I'll put that number one. And what does that leave us with? Uh, um, echoes. Echo echo plates. So, yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, the only thing I don't like about that is, again, with randoms, sometimes even people that you're playing with, when they don't grab the echoes, um, mm-hmm. they leave them down there, and you're like, I thought you had the echo. I don't know. But, you know, so what? It's what, just getting used to playing with each other when you're trying to play in a group to actually communicate with. Yeah. So what makes the echo like the uh, time gates your favorite? Because that one, to me, like that one's actually my least favorite because it really is just wait around, move, put it in, then move on. There's not like a puzzle to mm-hmm. it. It's just wait around. I just thought it was like the funnest from my experience because Mike and I were just messing around with it, trying to figure it out, like what caused them to move and different things. And so it's just funny, just from personal experience with what we thought actually did something was not what happened. And so it's just dumb. And so I I like it because it just reminds me of funny times when you're trying to figure things out and just triggers that memory of, hey, we tried to figure this out and it didn't work the way we thought it did, you know, but we still had a good time playing it. And so I just, you know, like it is, it's super easy. And um, so... You you like the nostalgia aspect of it, Mike? How do you rank these? Um, so, um, even in the PTS, I haven't played the castle. I didn't play the castle very much, and when I did, I didn't understand what we were doing. Like, I knew it was put stuff here, but but I I couldn't. I didn't ever get in at the beginning of that puzzle to understand where the item started and where they needed to end up. Um, and I haven't played that one very much. I haven't had a chance to play it since the update. Um, so I, I'm going to put that one four just by default. Uh, the rest I like. They're fine. Ooh, I actually think the beach is probably my least favorite. I'm going to put that one down as, as four because I don't like the beach. Just because it's um, Kill the Mans? Just because just it's... I think that plus um, we've, we were have tried doing it on our hardest difficulty and it just takes time and it takes forever. And it's, and it's, you know, the same stuff, kill these guys, kill some more and then kill some more guys until the right guy appears. You know, it just, it doesn't seem like it's a puzzle encounter more than it's just a fighting encounter. And I don't know how well balanced it is. Um, so I'll put that one. Number four, I'll do castle. Number three, the time gains aren't terrible. Um, so I'll just put that number two and then the pylons, um, you know, I I don't think there's one puzzle that's better than all the others. I think they offer different things. Um, so I think that's why I I rated them the way that I did. Very cool. I enjoy your rating because I, I, like you, you talking about the beach, it's like, yeah, I guess it is just killing people. It really is just like, it's another DPS check, I guess. If you can do enough damage in this amount of time, you can clear that event quickly. And if you don't, if you can't do enough damage, then that one can really slow you down. So currently we have access to, we have the pylons, we have the echoes, we have the time gates, we have the beach and we have the symbols. So we have five of them. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't even mention the dominion one in mine. You didn't, you forgot it because I I guess it's not really a puzzle, right? Yeah, the echoes are right there in the middle for me since I since I forgot to to do that. Um, it's just kind of right in the middle for me. They're not terrible, but yeah, and I actually yeah. like the echo plates the the most because they 
like because the storm you can just do it by yourself you don't even need you know someone to go up there and help you um but it seems like the right amount of puzzle and the right amount of um you know working on ads that it doesn't feel like you're not like if you're if it feels like everyone can have a role in that situation i guess but i guess that could be said for the same for the symbols right you just someone's got to shoot the people and then someone's got to collect the thing so I don't know. I I like the echo. I like the echoes the best. It just seems like a good blend of puzzle and traversal and being where you need to be at all times. So it'll be interesting to see what the other ones um, do to shake up how how people are making these runs. If they decide to clear everything out or if they decide to skip some of them and move on. Um, I imagine the best teams will probably just complete everything that they can and then go and do the um the puzzle collection or the orb collection towards the end jd have you do you have a ranking of which ones you prefer or which ones you do not like so i I think the ones that i'm going to rank the lowest are probably the ones that you can do by yourself um because i i really like it when like even though like you know i usually play with randoms it's nice to have a situation where you know it really encourages uh you know teamwork so like probably bottom um bottom of the list uh probably uh, probably the castle um after that time gates and then uh diana's landing and then after that shoot what was the other one yeah um the pylons and then the echo plates um because i i didn't realize it at first the first couple times i played the pylons but you do really kind of need a second person hitting those pylons. Otherwise they are just going to keep coming back up. So it's, I, I, I really I mean, like how it's a lesser javelin than a, you know, interceptor. <laughs> yes. Oh, of course. Of course. Yes. What with my big hulking rear end uh, <laughs> of a Colossus. Yeah, no, it, it it's, it's definitely the pylons are very straightforward and I like how like basic, well, how basic and simple it is. Um, it doesn't need to be super, super complicated. I honestly think the castle loses a little bit of its enjoyment because of how complicated it is. Um, but that's why the Diana's Landing is really in the middle for me because it's just like, yeah, it's it's just simple killing, but the combat is really fun in Anthem. And it's like kind of what I'm looking for a lot of the time in Anthem, which is just a big fight. And it kind of delivers on that front, especially like when you're just in there by yourself. It really just feels like you're a barbarian just kind of going through an army and it's so much fun. Um, I know there's like no intellectualism behind it, but it's just like good to smash stuff. But hey, you're a Colossus main. So, I mean, that makes sense, yeah. right? So, all right, chat, oh, you yeah. tell us what your uh, what your favorite one is. You can tell us what your favorite one is as we move on. Okay, so they're probably going to nerf the steam vent, which is one of the um, new gear pieces from the storm, because that does an insane amount of damage. On Grandmaster 3, you can probably drop brutes um, with one shot if you got the right inscriptions on it. If not, you're pretty close. So I'm guessing that'll be nerfed sometime in the future, unfortunately, for all you storm players. So. <laughs> all right. Oh, and then, Devin, how do you spawn the Valkyrie in the... Um, in the symbols event, what's the trick? Um, I don't even remember off the top of my head. I'll tell you. So, then. As... Okay, so there are actually two symbols like hidden up. I believe it's oh. on like the southeast wall. Um, you just have to match those two symbols that don't correlate to one of the others on the ground on the crystal or the doors, and then the Valkyrie will spawn. 
So this is actually it, one of the it's events. It's up really high. Yeah, yeah, the symbols the, are up really high. The symbols are up really high, but this is actually one of the events that you can spawn the Valkyrie while you still have the big multiplier. So I'm guessing this will be one of those that you can complete the... And I'll, and I'll have to try this. I'm pretty sure this is correct, but you can complete the event and then you can come back. Come back later. And come back later. But really, no, you wouldn't want to do that because the bubble would be broken. So you would want to get the Valkyrie first while you have that multiplier and then move on. So... I mean, but, you know, Grandmaster 3 Valkyries are, are not that easy to take <laughs> down unless you have some sweet gear. Okay, so let us move on. That is the news that we have had um, this week. Other than that, there's not much coming out. They have not said anything about the bugs that have been introduced by adding in this um, event. There are instances that people have been running into. I've run into these as well, where the D20s are disappearing while you're holding of it, while you're holding them, while you're trying to put them into the receptacles, they disappear. Bombs are not spawning and bombs are disappearing. And there are reports of echoes um, not being able to be placed into receptacles either. I haven't heard anything for I haven't heard anything on Twitter or anything else. Devin, have you heard any news or any movement on these? Have you been experiencing these also? Um yeah, so I've I've had quite a few of the errors, but I haven't seen any reports. Um so I mean we the best thing we can do is just go in and, and put them on the EA website uh on that for, on the forum for feedback and reporting. Yep. Um but I mean even uh last week we were having the problems with the echoes when we were playing was it last week or this week? It was we last week. With Alaska. That was last this week, wasn't it? Didn't we run on Monday? Yeah, it was Monday we ran. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think we ran Monday. But I thought we did. Um yeah, but uh yes, I mean we were we were both Alaska and I were working on the, the echoes. Right and trying to go pick them up from underwater, and I would go through them, and then they would just disappear. Like I would go, we'd go back out, and then we were going to close the door, got the other echoes, and then one of them would just disappear, and then we had to wait till it would respawn back in the middle, and then go back through and pick it up. And that takes quite a bit of time. It's not a short time to wait for them to respawn. Yeah, you and Mike were making fun of us multiple times. We were, we were wondering where you were because I think we had completed multiple puzzles it happened by that times time. We played that that night. We you don't make it twice. You guys. you guys were like, what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> and then we came <laughs> over to help you guys because you guys kept dying on on yours. So. Um, I don't remember that part, actually. <laughs> I mean, at least Mike dies all the time because he plays as Rangers. So, Well, they, so there's a new bug out there. You guys might not know this. A new bug. It's been there around is. since the game launched. They uh, take the strongest <laughs> javelin and the best player down they can tell oh. who it is so i'm always Biden going word. down and i'm always Biden needing revives they're like no you're the best javelin we have to we have to handicap this somehow and i'm like okay and that actually makes a lot of sense that do. they would do that because they really don't want you progressing and getting crystal so if they down the person that has the best chance of completing the event then yep. it, it'll make it so you will actually play the game longer yep. sarcasm i mean so tell. there you go and it I is mean, always me because obviously agreed. Strongest All right, Avenger. so let's Whatever. talk. I mean, the most athletic. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's talk about episode one hundred. Okay, um, that's all the news that we have. We'll, we'll we'll discuss a couple more things about the cataclysm, but we wanted to say a big thank you to our community. I know we have already said it before on this episode, but um, it's worth repeating. It it is worth repeating, and I'll repeat it, and and I'll give a little story. So this week. 
like in particular for me was pretty a it was a rough week anthem wise like i there was some some weird things that went on that just had me like super down about the game and interactions and certain other things that that went on that i won't go into too many details that it just left like a i don't know if i want to taste i don't know if i want to do this this week i don't know if i want to talk about it this week and this is the first time like i've actually really felt that since we've started the show most of the time i'm like all right let's record let's talk um and let's do this because i like hearing the sound of devin's voice for some reason um but this week i was just like i don't that was weird. really want to do this but as like we've been talking with our with the community on discord we've been we've been, have pa- patrons coming in and just like thinking that okay people actually appreciate what you do they want to hear your thoughts you know it it makes a huge difference having a community behind you like cheering you on so thank you to the community for being here for the last two years for encouraging us and just being good people in our discord encouraging each other like our freelancer our our freelancer fitness you know section that we have in our discord is such a it's like a great idea there's great support people cheering people on that you know what we've we've never met we've never seen each other but you know the few interactions that we've had um you know it makes you feel like you're a tiny little family just wanting the best for people and that and that makes a huge difference it's like you know what with the community behind us like we can do this you can have a crappy day you can have you know bad interactions that leave a bad taste in your mouth but when you have a group of people behind you like you know you can do it and it makes a huge difference so Thank you to the community for everything that you do. You know what we should do? We should play a a voicemail from one of our community members. You guys ready? This is a ready. this is a this is a voicemail we got from Phaedrin for episode one hundred. Here, we'll embarrass Phaedrin. Hey, what's up, Freelancer Codex? Uh, this is Phaedrin here, and I just wanted to call and wish you guys not wish you. I was about to say wish you a happy birthday. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I wanted to congratulate you guys on your 100th episode, and to do that, I have my family here. Yay, 100! Woo! So that that's my wife, and then our little newborn won't say anything, but say something, buddy. Good job. I stuck the microphone up into his mouth so you could hear his breathing, but he is excited, and we just wanted to say congrats on 100 episodes. That's a big milestone, and you guys have been great to keep the community informed on all things Anthem. So anyway. Oh, there he goes. Awesome. Anyway, you guys have a great day, and hopefully the episode goes well. Later. I think the baby just said he wanted to sign up to become a patron of the show. I think that's what the baby was saying. So, Phaedrin, thank you to you and your family. I mean, we appreciate it. And anyone else that wants to send in a voicemail at any time on the show, they can do that, of course, at 505-386-7917. And we, we really appreciate, I mean, we just, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Mike, what else do you say? What what can you say about such men? What can you say? So we we started this thing after EA... After um, after E3 2017, right? Yep. Steve Steve called us in a cold sweat, and he was like, "Guys, we've." I got had to an idea to bring together <laughs> the greatest. And he did, and he got us together, and we were like, "Okay, let, let's go for it. Let's try it." I mean, 
we'll see what this turns into. It might just be us talking to each other for a while and you know, we'll see what, uh, we'll see what happens. And then it turned into what it turned into and a hundred episodes later. And, you know, with all the, the Twitter followers and those who watch on YouTube and those who watch on Mixer, it, we would, we never expected what this has turned into. Um, and, and we never expected that the things that we would say, people would be like, Oh yeah, I, I believe in that. I agree with that. You know, and we've got great discord managers, CAGs and rusted. We've got great people in the discord. Um, it's just, I mean, it really is like, like without getting all mushy or whatever, you can but cry, Mike. Go ahead, man. we appreciate you it's and it's fun. I mean, this is, it's been fun. It's been a ride. There's been EA plays in there. There's been interviews with developers and people that we never, ever would have the chance to talk to had we not decided that this is something that we were going to do. And now we're doing it. And and we've talked to some awesome people, made some friends, probably some enemies. Many an enemy. Um, yeah, but you know what? They can – anyway, we just appreciate you. Um, you know, and we're, and we're going to continue talking about Anthem. We're going to continue playing Anthem. Um, we're going to continue trying to make the game better and and voicing the things that we think ought to be changed and and praising the things that we think are being done good. And we're going to do it in such a way that hopefully invites thought and and doesn't just ostracize and and make people think that we're just the guys that want all the loot or the guys that want the easiest crit path or whatever. Like we want to make the game challenging. We want to we want to be in there for the long haul. And and we have some ideas. We have we've played between the the four of us. We've played a bunch of games and. And, and we think that we have some things to offer. So yeah. we're going to continue going and we're going to continue plugging along. We've got some ideas of things in the works, you know, things coming up. We, we mentioned that a couple episodes ago. So, I mean, stick with us and, 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 and reach out. You know, we want you, we want you calling in. We want you, we want a bigger part of our community on our show. So reach out and, and let us know what you think. Give us your ideas. Um, Cause Steven, has a lot of ideas and he just always talks about them. We need other mini, people's opinions. Mini so. idea I have. <laughs> Devin, JD, do you guys want to say yeah. anything before I go on and start ranting? Because I've got like this epic rant prepared. Um, but if you guys have something to say about community, we can wait to get to my I'll rant. I'll let JD go first. All right. Go ahead, JD. Um, well, I, I definitely have something to say because uh, um, especially these last, uh, these last three weeks, um, it's been incredibly difficult and um you know i i i already knew we had an awesome community um on the discord and then on twitter and you know all the conversations that we have here and there and um you know um seeing uh somebody that you probably considered the strongest man you know go down pretty hard um was very rough and uh, having my family go through all of that and having me go through all of that and everything. Just, I, I want to say thank you to everybody who reached out to me either on Twitter or privately on Discord. And uh, especially um, to you three guys as well um, for the well wishes and the support, the thoughts, the prayers, all of it. Um, because we like, there's there's a lot of stuff that happened in the last uh, few weeks. Um, Mike, Devin, and Steve are aware of 
a good chunk of it. Um, but it really meant a lot to have everybody's uh, support of just random strangers, especially when all, all I really do is just, you know, uh, get my 350 pound rear into a chair and just, you know, talk for maybe, you know, 10 minutes out of a hour stream. But um, I, I still appreciate it. Um, really gave me a lot of hope and reminded me that, you know, even though some of the people around me may not be so good, uh, that there are good people out there. And I'm glad that our our work, our podcast brings them all into one place and just makes the world, or at least a small part of it, just collaboratively better. Well, well said, JD. We appreciate it. We're glad to have you back. And now, Devin, follow that up, jerk. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks a lot, JD. Yeah. What do you got, huh? Uh, yeah no i mean it is i mean it's great to think about uh i kind of think about video games in general and all the times where people are like oh you still play video games or you know i was like oh you're an adult you play that stuff and i'm like yeah get over it you know um but it's just been so cool over the last two years building you know seeing this community come together and seeing all the people that just continue to come there and being able to chat with people from all around the world with the same interests and, you know, being super supportive, you know, as JD has said, and as Stephen and Mike have said, and, and just, it, it really just amazes me whenever you think, whenever I think about it and um, the opportunities that we have had, uh, the people we have met, uh, whether it's, you know, supporters and members of the discord and community or developers and go into events. It's just been an amazing ride for the last two years and I'm super grateful for it. And I'm, I'm looking forward to what's, what's coming in the future. And really, I mean, it's all, you know, the community. I mean, I guess there's a little bit from us. We do some stuff, but I mean, really what keeps us going, like Steven said, you know, is the community and, and their positivity and their, their motivation that they give to us. Um, as we see them experience stuff and as we chat with them, they can kind of help us when sometimes we're a little too close to the material or a little too close to things that we know or, or, you know, and uh, it, it kind of helps me stay grounded and, and focus on, on the game and still be able to have fun and, and, and just enjoy it. So. Yeah. And, and you're right. Cause we, we tend to have, especially me, this is, this is a huge me problem. Like I get yeah. hyper-focused on little tiny aspects of the game right and i just i zero in on something that i think is an issue and i will just attack it until something happens and you know as we read through think comments on the discord it's where people are like you know what it's really not that big of a deal and it kind of takes you back and you're like you're you're right it probably isn't that big of a deal but it's just nice to have people that you can talk with and be like hey you know here's a different perspective you because we tend to see things like the same way sometimes we lose the forest through the trees or however the saying goes so i mean it's like the community is the backbone of the show and the show wouldn't be here without the community hands down so thank you to everyone and here's to 100 more like tiffany says all right so now that all that what go ahead that's two years man that's a two-year commitment (laughs) Yeah. So so now that all that mushy stuff is out of the way, um, you guys want to talk about war chests and RNG? Because I kind of want to talk about war chests and RNG. Um, I won't oh make I, I won't make this a long topic because we also have a game to get to. Like I prepared a game, but this but this is a long topic because 
There's so uh, much that needs to be talked about. Well, uh, I, I, I will I will give the Cliff Notes version of it, and if you guys want to add on to it, you can add on to it. All right? I all right. won't. And, and you don't have to if fixed. you don't want to. I think this is an important topic because, the, I mean, this has been getting a lot of traction on Reddit. It's been getting a lot of traction on our Discord, and it's something that we brought up during the PTS, okay? This is an isolated, Stephen, a single experience? This is this is my experience, and and this is I, I'm pretty sure this is everyone's experience, whether or not they choose okay. to admit it. Right. Okay. This and, is what everybody goes through, and there's no amount of sugarcoating it or spinning it or saying that this is how it's supposed to be done is going to work for this because this is this is wrong on so many different levels. Okay. The first yeah. level being. Mike's like I'm taking over and going for it, and that's fine. If you if you want to rant about it, that's fine. Like I I could take a breather. I'm not going to say anything, but I'm gonna take over right now. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so so bad. So so just to break it down, this is is. this is this is my experience. So let me tell you how bad this is. (laughs) Steven, you go. I'll just I'll just put my foot in my mouth. Okay, that's fine. Take take your foot out of your mouth. That's weird that you're sticking your feet in your mouth. The war chests are not a player friendly system currently. The way the way nope. it stands with having a chance to spawn or to get gear from the other javelins is not a player friendly system and it frustrates me. A lot let's, of people let's, just, let's oh, just break that piece down just for a second, okay? Because because between the four of us we have logged probably twenty seconds on the other four on the other three javelins we have in our arsenal combined. So that's twelve javelins, right? Devin, I don't think you've ever even equipped any javelin other than the interceptor. I have, but then I just delete them because they're of no use. So. Because they're of no use, and that's not <laughs> that, how you choose not fun to, to play. Me, right? It's not. It's exactly. not fun to me. And so when you go in and you open this chest and it's oh here's a here's a shock mace and you're like. I didn't know I could use a shock mace. Well, here's the thing. You can't use a shock mace. Yeah. I mean, I have to go and make a, a ranger, and then I'm like, oh, I don't have all the gear for it. And then I play right? it for a little while, and I'm like, oh, this is all right, but I'd rather be playing my interceptor with good gear. But, and, and but, now but this, isn't, this isn't even the point about getting good gear. This is the point of getting something that is at least applicable to what you are doing. Okay, so so we just spent Steve. How long does a GM three run take us? Um, I mean, with with the new, you could probably do it in about twenty five minutes. I mean, okay. And yeah. granted, crystals can can be earned uh, different ways. You can get crystals in ways that don't include you having to go through the cataclysm. Right? Correct. It's just not a, a significant haul. amount, though. Not a significant amount. You can do story missions. Um, which grant you a major crystal and some minor crystals, okay? So you can build it up that way, just for those who are saying, well, this isn't the only way to get crystals, okay? So you go in, you run this activity, 25 minutes. um, There's an investment there, right? Okay? So you go and you go cash in these crystals for the war chest, and and you get a piece of gear that doesn't even go to the thing that you are doing. That is... My opinion, just a a kick in the mouth saying what you did wasn't valuable. I'm going to give you this thing that you don't even use. 
right? Mm-hmm. And and we can lay aside that the the inscriptions aren't good, the rolls aren't good. We can lay that aside for now. Just this that that small piece of here's something that you don't even use as a reward for the activity, the the high end level activity that you just did. That's wrong. But I'll it's, I'll play devil's advocate, Mike. But well, I want. But, but and then I'll say and then I'll say shut up because well that's I don't fine. Care. But this I mean and this is the conversation that it's happening. But Mike, now you have an opportunity to play a different javelin, and that's what Bioware wants you to do. They want you to branch out to different javelins. So now you can do that when you wouldn't have done that before. And it doesn't you know make what? me want to do that. No, nope. still nobody does it. Please, community, answer this for us. Really, if you if you could break it down between your main and the other three javelins, give us percentages. Tweet those out for us. Let us know what your percentages are of actually playing the other javelins. I would be hard pressed to find someone who plays twenty five twenty five twenty five twenty five. I so, I don't know if it exists, and I would I would like to be proven wrong if possible, but 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 I don't know if it's out there. So I I, I gotta step in right now and just say that I'm somebody that switches between like three javelins on a regular basis. The only javelin I don't play very much, if at all, is the interceptor. Uh, I probably the two the ones I play the most are probably storm and colossus, with colossus just being the one I use more just ever so slightly than the storm and then the ranger it's kind of like when the mood strikes but i still use all three of them that being said like from what i understand about the way how the war chest and the rng works is that at any given time when you go to open any of the war chests you basically have a three and four chance that you're getting something that you don't well but that isn't for the javelin that you have equipped and I, i feel like the math and the numbers on that should be tweaked in favor of the one that you have currently equipped because if the odds are inherently and to the extent that they are not in your favor basically a 75 percent chance that you're not going to get something for the javelin you have equipped like as somebody on twitter and i think it might even been you guys pointed out that you're basically just better off equipping the javelin you hate and then just <laughs> you'll probably end up with something for the higher javelin chance you want. Yeah. so i mean like I, I, I like with when when I play when I play Storm of the Colossus, like it works out for me because like I'm getting you know something for one of them at least half the time. But even switching between these javelins, the consistency in not getting something for the javelin that you have equipped is insane because it doesn't matter if I am on my storm. Um, like like if I'm on my Colossus, I'm not going to get something for my Colossus. Uh, if I'm on my storm, I'm not going to get something for my storm. If I'm on my ranger, I'm not going to get something for my ranger. Okay, I have a bunch of things for the interceptor now, but I don't just like playing as the interceptor. And, and just re- and just real quick, I want to make it very clear to everyone that's listening. Like, I, what do I want to make clear? There's there's a lot of things that I want to make clear. Okay, so the the swapping off to a different javelin. I, I'm sure that that isn't the case, that you'll actually get stuff if you swap off. However, in my experience, it's been exactly that. Like, mm-hmm. if I swap off to a different Javelin, I will get more items for my Storm. I know that's probably not written into the code, okay? Because, I mean, we all we have a very small sample size, but my very small sample size says that, yes, if I switch to a Ranger, I will get more Storm items. 
Okay, so whether the RNG is broken, whether there's something in there that's preventing you from getting those items, it's it's not a good. It's just not good. It's not player friendly, especially because we just talked about all the pickup groups that you're getting into that are messing up the puzzle. So you're already hampering your crystal, you know, out mm-hmm. how 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 frequently and how many crystals you get. So that's already being hampered. Like it's fine if you run with a group, then you can get a ton of crystals because by the end of this event, you'll probably be getting, I don't know, 15,000 crystals, you know, maybe more by the time that the whole event well, is I mean, done. However, it depends on have they maxed them out like they did in the PTS where if you got over 10 million, like it would just max out the amount of crystals you could get. No, from from what I've been seeing, people have been getting over 10,000 crystals um, on higher runs. However, so it's it's just kind of stacking things on top of each other because now at first we thought that they were just going to keep the chests in there because we went from the we had the melee um, chest that was in there at first, then we had the gear chest, and then this week we have the support chest, but they took the gear chest out, so those things are going away. So you're not going to be able to go and get those gear pieces anymore unless they bring it back in some form or fashion. I just assumed because there's extra slots in that seasonal store that they were just going to keep everything in there and then you could finally go in there and pick and choose. But that um, so far is not you, the case. Are you sure the chests are gone? The yeah. gear chests are gone from the store and we yes. don't know We don't know when they're going to come back. Huh. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Not 100% sure. But because there's only a 10% chance to get a legendary because let's face it, when you go into the war chest, you're not equipping the masterworks right because for people that have been playing since the beginning you've been equipped in legendaries anyway so anytime that you get except except for the support piece because now we have masterworks right so once that piece got in you know and 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 before everyone says well you can get you can get a guaranteed specific javelin um war chest for after you complete the run Right, because we know that's part of the weekly prize, right? Correct. It's part of the weekly rewards. Before you all say that, remember that the object and the point of this is to create a maximum roll in order to get your javelin tuned exactly how you want it to be. So when you get items, and that's where this whole thing is predicated for me, when you get items that aren't for a build that you're working on, and it just gums up your inventory because it takes up space, and it and it's just another piece to sift through it the messages are being confused on what they want us to do in the game if they want us to play other javelins in the game that's great they need to say that but we have been told that we're supposed to min max our roles and tweak and find the right best perfect gear to do all these runs to to play off the inscriptions play uh, how the, we I'm want sorry, to play the, well, but also to play off the inversions that are given to us weekly. If we're not getting roles that speak to that on on equipment and pieces that that can be equipped to our javelins, something's broken. And and like Steve said, not in the code that's broken. Something fundamentally in the game is broken. Well, I mean, it's in the code, but it's not purposely in there. They're not. I'm guessing they're not maliciously trying to do this. I mean, well, but, was, but the code is built on how they want us to play, right? Yeah. Well, so I mean, it's, it's complicated, you know, and like they've said, it's, it's not something that can just easily change when they've talked about changing RNG and different things. There's a lot of things that go into there and affect it, you know? Um, but one of the, one thing from the opposite side, you know, on our discord, we were kind of, we've been talking about this and um, I, I'm having a brain fart and I cannot remember 
the community member who basically kind of did devil's advocate, not really, but just basically look, the way I see Josh? it is, was it Josh? Probably. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Where he's like, he's given, they're giving us a consolidated place where you can go and get this instead of having to worry about trying to find it in drops randomly out there. They're like you can go back in here and they're giving you an easy way to just, I mean, yes, there's problems with the way that we get it, but they're still giving you a, uh, consolidated simple way of okay i'm trying to get this new piece of gear let me go try and get the war chest and go through them and just keep going through them and scrapping and getting rid of the stuff that i don't use and hoping for the piece that i want so they're they're giving you that way um you know to actually do that so in one sense they're, they're trying to help you out so that it's an easier way to try and find that gear instead of just hoping you get the drops um so i mean that's that's good on their side but with that comes all the other issues that we've talked about. And I mean, I, I would hope in other games, like, I mean, in my experience, when you're playing new content and new expansions, that gear is set to drop at a higher rate anyways in those other games so that you're more likely to get that stuff uh, than you would be the older gear and uh, pieces. And uh, so, I mean, cause I was like really frustrated. I'm like, this is the only place you can get this from and you can't get it anywhere else. And it was just like, oh, this is really annoying because it's frustrating to get stuff because I'm like, you know, I only play the Interceptor. And so whenever I get any of that other stuff, I just scrap it. And it's like I just wasted my time. And I felt like, you know, they're not valuing my time. But that was just the way I'm looking at it and other people are looking at it. But Josh pointed out a different way to look at things, which is good. And that's what we talked about in our community is being able to yeah, discuss yeah, different yeah, viewpoints. It's, yeah, it's great. Um, Max, it's like, great. I'm still hate. I'm this. still on this. But because, I think one of the big... Because there's another level to this, okay? Now, I would, I'll, I'll jump on Josh's um, wagon here in a bit, and, and it would be easy to jump on his wagon if, and the other level to this is if, when we do scrap this stuff, if the things that, that we get from scrapping were able to be used in a productive manner, okay? So, so if there was a crafting system that was worth um, a little bit more incentive to craft stuff, then I would say, yeah. Um, it would be worth it that 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 time investment to rewards would be good, but it, it's just not there right now, and so it feels a little bit one sided. And and I, I think that's all I have to say. And, and I think and and I will pre because I know someone will say, well, if you get everything that you want right away, then you won't play the game. So none of us are asking for us to get legendary drops every time. Um, I think the best no, way to yeah. fix this system, um, and this is a simple fix, this will take like 37 minutes for one developer to do this <laughs> on a Tuesday, okay? Um, Javelin-specific war chests, okay? Right now, legendaries are dropping at about a 10% rate, according to all the data that people have been, been collecting on Twitter and on the interwebs, right? So you have a 10% chance to get a legendary, I think that rate is okay if it is Javelin specific. Now, we know that even though that is like, you know, for every 10,000 crystals you spend, you're going to get one legendary. The chances of that legendary having good inscriptions is very, very low right now. Um, there is such a wide range of inscriptions pools for legendary weapons that you can get one that is a god roll or you can get one that, you know, allows you to pick up items in a very large pickup radius that isn't as useful i think that's okay because you still have incentive to go out and grind for crystals and play the cataclysm mm -hmm. 
knowing that you have a 10% chance to get a legendary and you probably have a 10% chance of that 10% chance, like a 0.1% chance of actually getting a God roll item that you want. Okay. Then on top of that, maybe you got a God roll item that gives you damage. Maybe you need one that also gives you elemental damage, or maybe you need one that also gives you some other bonus perk, right? So you can still be grinding for multiple legendary weapons to increase your build. So you have more than one build. So you're not mm-hmm. just playing the same thing over and over again because that is what you have and that's what you have to work with. So, you know... Because that's the part that gets redundant is is when you get gear that you can't use and you're playing the same stuff over and over. If you're, if you're getting gear that changes your your build... Um, at the rate that you're talking about, Steve, at a 10%, or maybe in this case, like at a 1% rate, that's still something. I'm still at least equipping it and right. seeing what it's going to do instead of just scrapping it. Like, because, I never, oh, because there's I never that carrot in front of you. And currently, it just seems like someone grabbed a bag of like baby carrots and just chucked them out in a yard somewhere. And you don't even know where to go to find them. I mean, you, we have the chest, like Josh said, we have a consolidated space to do that. And I think, I think that's a good system that, Hey, go here, get this thing. It's just, there's small things that I don't know if they're afraid. Like, like, again, there's this fear that, Oh, if you get everything, you're going to stop playing. It's like, no, we have six weeks to collect the best gear possible because this is the only place that's going to drop level 80 legendaries. It's not going to drop anywhere else. We're going to play that content. We're going to get the crystals. You just have to let us do that. Trust your players enough to not abandon mm-hmm. you. Um, because right now I see a lot of people, I see a lot of frustration on Reddit. Um, I don't go to Reddit often, but I see a lot of frustration and a lot of talk about the war chest and how they are you know, turning people off from what I think is a great event. Because you know what? If we were back in 1991 and if this was just a mode that you could play and there wasn't score involved or there wasn't timing involved, like the Cataclysm is fun. I enjoy the story of the Cataclysm. I think it's going to be interesting to see when we find out Dr. Harkin really isn't human and he's some other being from a different planet. That's all speculation. We don't know (laughs) any of that's confirmed. I think the animations and the cinematics are are fantastic. I think the oh, new yeah, weapons absolutely. that we're going to be able to get are amazing. Like, I'm glad for the new stuff that we're getting. Like, it's a fun event in a fun play space. But there's this cloud of, okay, but if this is the reason why we're doing this event, like, let your players enjoy it. Don't mm-hmm. take away the chance for me to get that gear. Because you know what? That Steam vent, which, you know, people are using to dominate leaderboards at Grandmaster 3... Now, for this week, no one can even roll to get that if you're a Storm main. It it just can't happen, and it's not going to drop anywhere else. So you missed out on that. It's like, sorry you didn't play in week two of the Cataclysm, but now you don't have access to that weapon. Um, And I'm sure maybe it'll come back, maybe it won't. I don't know. But let us enjoy the systems. Like, don't, don't hamstring the people that are playing the game, right? We're here because we want to be. We enjoy the game. Like, don't punish us. So the, uh, yeah, I, I I said everything there is to say, JD. That's how thorough of a point 
that we made. There's <laughs> I I just I had a I had a weird moment where all the audio went out and I was like, oh my god, that like I could see your mouth moving. No, but I was gonna say um <laughs> the always moving, it never stops. <laughs> The, the the fundamental problem that I keep seeing with a lot of the new stuff in Anthem is that, and I, I you know, Mike kind of hit upon it earlier. Um, I don't always feel like the 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 chain. Well, like especially right now, I don't feel like Anthem properly respects the players' time. Um, I, I I I don't um, it, like especially like. I mean, I know there are other people that can like run and like, you know, they have they have a group ready to go when they get off work or they have, you know, you know, uh, they have they have time to like go and make several runs in a night. I've I've had very little time and that's not Bioware's fault or uh, Anthem's fault. But the whole thing is that, you know, I only really have I've only really had enough time to make sure that I. Uh, I get enough major crystals for the armor that week, which is like I'm a big cosmetics guy I, I i want that armor but aside from that i don't have time to make a lot of runs to like really kind of like really start getting at the well, the war chest in any way shape or form i've maybe only gotten like maybe like 10 or 15 war chests uh open and again going back to that like i just have not uh gotten anything for the javelin that i had equipped at the time and and that that kill that kills me because that means that if I want to get something, I have to I, I have to keep you know playing more and continue at that rate of like not getting the stuff that I want, and I'm already limited to like just a couple of nights. So it's like I'm really enjoying the cataclysm, the cataclysm content. I'm really enjoying playing, but I don't feel like I'm getting out what like what i'm able to put into it i don't feel like my time is being rewarded because out of those 10 or 15 things like i have yet to get a legendary uh i guess we're back to this again um <laughs> i have yet to get a legendary from a war chest i mean i've gotten plenty of like i've gotten like three or four or five legendaries playing the cataclysm content but no legendaries uh from any of the war chests yet and a lot of the stuff in the war chest especially the uh, the gear one that i probably tried the most last week I, 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 like, I didn't really get anything particularly good. So, like, yeah, like, Anthem is, like, a really good game with good custom, in terms of its customization, like, it, there are so many ways to play. The combat is fun, and the, the roles can really, like, accentuate a play style. But the whole thing is, like, because of how limited these things are, you're basically forced to choose with having a really good build or having your ideal play style. And like, I want to be able to have both. If you can have that frequency go up, you know, and get like more, like better gear, like more better. You should be able to have both, especially in a game where the customization is this good. Why can I not have an optimized version of my best, of my preferred play style instead of basically being the Colossus? that spams rubidium for furnace even though i hate it with a passion yeah and it, and it's something that hopefully they'll take feedback um because really that's all we can hope for them to do is take the feedback that we put in so if you do have feedback go to answers.ea.com or their forums put it in there hopefully they'll see it and, and you know what if if you like that this system then you know that's fine um i'm glad you're enjoying it if you do 
Um, and if you don't like the system, let them know and hopefully they will listen. All right, that's enough ranting. Mike, that is the most I've ever heard you talk passionately about a subject in this game. I am very impressed. Um, so I've got a game and this is a game that I think we'll have a lot of fun with this. So I went and I pulled six quotes from old shows that we did all the way back from episode 44. I started at episode 44 and I'm going to read these off. I'm not going to tell you who said them, but then Devin, Mike and JD, you guys are going to guess who said that. And if you guys get it right, I will give each of you a point. Sound good? Chat, like chat, you can Let's also play along with this. All right. So here. Phaedrin can't play. He cheats. Phaedrin is a cheater. <laughs> that is true. Phaedrin is a cheater. Hold on. My screen is wigging out here. What are you doing, screen? Why? Okay. So this is the first quote. And you want me to tell you what episode this is from? Nope. No. Okay. I'll tell you afterwards. Us. All right. So here is the quote. <clears throat> and I won't say it in the voice of the person that said it. I'll say it in my normal voice. My mom got into it too, and we were like so amazed at our mom because she was so much better at it than we were, end quote. So what do you guys think? Devin. Who said that? Devin, who was it? Mike. So you're going to vote Mike. Mike, who do you think that was? Um, I think that was Steve, actually. Wait, read the quote again? My mom got in on it too, and we were like so amazed at our mom because she was so much better at it than we were. End quote. Um, are you one of the choices? Yeah. Or is it just all, no? All myself? four of us. All four of us can. All uh, four of us are. Yep. I think it was JD. Yeah, I even be JD. All right, JD. Um, that sounds like something I would say. Okay, that's it, it makes sense. You can't vote for yourself. <laughs> you can I'll vote, vote for, yourself. for myself. Devin, are you changing your answer? You sounded like you were going to change your answer. Nope, I'm going to stick to it. All My right. Answer. So that, that was actually JD on episode 44 of the podcast. Said that about his mom because he was talking about his brother and they got a PlayStation. And apparently your mom was good yeah. at the PlayStation. So it's all coming yeah. back. To me now. It's she, all she coming back. amazing at Spyro. So. Episode 44. All right. So next quote. <clears throat> so quote. So maybe that's why you have to go to that school. The community, you community college graduates have to stay stay away from the storm. End quote. Is this I'll, is this the quote? I'll say it again. That's the quote. Quote. So maybe that's, that's why you have to go to school. You community college graduates have to stay away from the storm. End quote. It's one hundred percent, Mike. <laughs> that's that's <not> Mike. <laughs> No, I don't talk like that. <laughs> I think Devin said that. All right, so that was actually Mike. So I'm going to give Devin and JD a point. I said that? You did yes. say that. So this was after PAX. Some of the things you say. Yeah, this, this was, was after what? This was after PAX. We learned that um, Cyphers had a special school that they went to. And we were speculating that you had to go to a special school in order to use the Anthem. And you thought that because the storm had seals on it, that you have to go to schools and that college graduates could not use the storm. So that was from Mike. All right. So next quote. That was episode 52. Okay. Quote. Over on our Discord. You should go there if you haven't. Everyone was welcome, by the way. We were chatting about the fact that we like that the devs are posting more pictures of general things here. So And so doing this. And so you should do that. End quote. Steven. 
What? Yeah, that that's Steve. I'm also going to say Steve. Okay, that is incorrect. That was actually Devin, and he was talking <laughs> about Ben Irving posting pictures of kitchens, of kitchens. over on yep. Twitter. <laughs> I should take See away points from you guys. You are to be thrown off. Yeah. All right. Have a that, lifeline, which is just call kegs. That was episode fifty-seven. So that was man. That was a long time ago. All right. So next quote. Quote: Would it be too obtrusive to have like a giant pillar of green and orange light shining up into the air so you don't miss that thing? End quote. That's Steven. That's Steve. Why is that me? Mm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Steve. Uh, you'd be wrong. <laughs> I never said that. I remember everything that I said. So that that was actually me. So I'm going to give a point to who said me. That was Devin and Mike. Devin yeah. and Mike. So we were talking about loot when we. This was right after they showed. This is after EA Play. We got to see the full gameplay demo for the 20 minutes when they were running through everything, and we saw loot drops that were actually rolling around at the time. And we were like, "Hey, they just missed that legendary." They should have a shining yeah. beam of light mark where they have their drops. Hmm. Weird. Diablo does Yeah. Hey, guess what? We have shining beam of lights on our drops now. Okay. Hey. Next one. This one's pretty good. Quote, I'll just put a piece of tape over it and it'll be fine. End quote. I'm going to say Devin. I'll just put was, a piece of tape me. over it, that's, and that's it will be I fine. I, 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 could, I could hear Devin saying this like as a joke, like at, like in response to something. Like, ah, I'll just put a piece of tape on it; it'll be fine. All right. Devin doesn't have a sense of humor. He wouldn't say that. That is true. So JD <laughs> says, "Devin, Devin, you say, Stephen." Okay, and Mike, you say, you said you, right? I did say me. So I'm Michael is correct. Michael was correct in it guessing himself. So maybe you do actually remember everything that you've ever said. So this was on episode 67. We were talking about cosmetic items. And if you do, did not buy the game from GameSpot, GameSpot, GameStop, you wouldn't get that cosmetic item. And we were like, oh, maybe you're just going to have this thing open all the time and you'll never be able to see it. And Mike's like, oh, you could just put a piece of tape over it and you'll be fine because that's Mike's humor. All right. Last one. <laughs> You guys ready? This is actually a two-parter. So I'll give you one person will say something in here. So that'll eliminate one person. But you'll have to guess the second part. All right. Quote. Well, technically, they don't have anything on up on the D-pad. And then another person says, your ultimate? That was me. And then this person says, is it? It's me. That's Devin and Steven. <laughs> JD, what's your guess? Um, it, it it honestly kind of just sounds like me forgetting something really obvious and simple. So I'm going to say me. All right. So that was actually me and Devin talking. Um, so Devin will get three points. Mike gets four points. So Mike is the winner of the game. So this was actually episode 74 of the podcast. So I actually, after listening, like scrubbing through things and finding this stuff, I actually went back and listened to episode 74. This is right after the game. I think it was about a week after the game would have, has been released. If you have time or if you are super bored and like don't mind listening to us for another hour, 
Go download episode 74 and give it a listen. These are our impressions right after the game has been released. And I think like listening to it, I think we were pretty spot on in the observations that we were making. Like right after a game gets released, it's really easy to have like the rose colored glasses and you kind of see things of like, oh man, this is everything is like perfect here. Like I think we were pretty spot on with with our deductions of the game or our or our criticisms of it. Go give it a listen. Tell me what you think, if we were wrong or if we were off. And then compare it to where we are now, like, you know, 36 episodes after that. Um, because I think we were pretty spot on. Like, not many people get it spot on, but I, th- I think we got it really spot on in episode 74. And Devin, yes, your ultimate is tied to up on the D-pad. How you forgot that, I don't know. You had played the game for like 69 hours at that point. Um, I was tired, right? I'm surprised you guys remember this. I, I don't even think about it. You just do it. Yeah, that's you what I do. do it. And I remember, like, up on the D-pad, that was one criticism that we had of the game from, like, right after the demo. We're like, how can you how can you put this on up on the D-pad? Because we were speculating of, you know, having to take your thumb off of the stick to go hit up on the D-pad, but turns out that kind of stuff doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm still I'm still not a I'm still not entirely sure, like, why, like, especially like in other Bioware games where it's always like one ability on left bumper one ability on right bumper and then a more powerful ability that you can't use as often is left and right bumper together. Like, I don't know why that all of a sudden changed to like up on the D pad. So I'm still a little miffed about that. Yeah. That one keeps you up at night, JD. Uh, among many, many other disturbing things, but yes, all right. fair enough. Well, let's see. I think that will end episode 100. Yeah, that this will be the this will be the first and last time we open and end episode one hundred. There it goes. All right, see you later, episode one hundred. Um, if you want to support us, do that at patreon.com slash freelancer codex. Write us emails, send us um, some voice messages. We'll play them on the show. If you want to yell at Phaedrin for sticking a microphone in his baby's mouth um, at a young age, then you can do that. Also, we'll read those off on the show. Until next I'm time, sure freelancers. He didn't really do that. No, yeah, I'm he sure he didn't. Did. Until episode 200, this is the Freelancer <gasps> Codex, and there's a shaper storm on the horizon. I think we'll see you on the Ooh. other side. Maybe question mark. Indeed, we will. Peace. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Freelancer Codex on Facebook at Freelancer Codex, or through email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Join the Discord through the link provided at freelancercodex.com. Our show will always be free, but if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at patreon.com slash freelancercodex. Our individual Twitter handles are at Stephen Lamson, at mlamson25, at neverfear, and at JD the Joke Dealer. Freelancers, it's time to get to work.